What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of the Love Fix Experience, recorded live at our beautiful location in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Yeah. Father, thank you for this day that you have made. We rejoice and we are so glad to be in it. I thank you for your name. I thank you for your blood. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your life. I thank you for the cross. I thank you for the resurrection. I thank you for the thorns. I thank you for the roses. I thank you for the good. I thank you for the bad. I thank you for the sunshine. I thank you for the rain. I thank you for the dark and I thank you for the light. For you are the God that counts it all joy. You are working everything together for the good of those who love you. You can thank God for everything when you put all your trust in him. (laughs) What you mean you thanking him for the darkness? Because he uses it for my good. Say for my good. What you mean you thank him for the thorns? Because he uses them for my good. Say for my good. Those are fighting words. I will not be shaken. Say, I won't be shaken. So we're we're supposed to start these uh, series simultaneously. One is called uh, Love Gone Wild. Say, Love Gone Wild. And and how many people know love has gone absolutely wild? There's so many people think they in love and they don't have a clue of what love is, right? So you cannot declare, uh, uh, you, you can't, thank God for the bad because your love is wrapped up in conditions and when you have built your house your foundation your family on the Lord you know no matter what comes your way it's all gonna work out for my good say my good and then the other part was it was gonna be I ain't afraid of no ghosts a series on the person the presence and my praise And it's a series on the Holy Spirit and my interactions with him and my necessity or his, 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 uh, it is very vital for him to be in my life. But we don't know him. We see the Holy Spirit as the third person in the Trinity, but that's not who he is. He's a person. He's not merely a presence. He's a person. He's not really, he's not what he does. Those are attributes of him. Right? I could be a good person, but good person is not Terrence. I'm a son of God. Right? But we, we, the Holy Spirit is just this little thing out there. No, he's like fire. He ain't fire, but he's like fire. He's not the dove. He descended like a dove. But he's a person. He is peace. And so we're trying to communicate with heaven. We're trying to communicate with God. We're trying to communicate and have a relationship with Jesus without the Holy Spirit. Like he just a little homie in the Trinity. No. He was in the beginning when it was empty and void without form and darkness. Who was hovering over the earth? Holy Ghost. Who you think still working everything together for our good? Holy Ghost. And so we need to know who 
He is. But I have never, ever, ever, Elder John, say, Elder, say, say ever, ever. I've never had the go-ahead to go into a series, but then have a message before I go into the series that's for the series. You ever like have to go to the dentist and before you get Invisalign, you got to get all that crap taken care of. You can't just get Invisalign. You got to get teeth pulled. You got to get cleanse, cleanings. You got to get all kinds of, you just can't get Invisalign. Well, today's message is going to deal with a few things that I think are necessary. So when we're dealing with God's love, we could deal with it from a place of pureness, from a place of, of receiving. Um, Sometimes we go into series and, at, and, and we wait till the end to receive it. Versus walking in day one, whatever God you have for me, I got it. Whether we checking out the speaker, depending on who's speaking it, depending on how old they are, we gauge, oh, they, they know what they talking about. I'm young, but I know what I'm talking about a little bit about marriage. I know relationships. I've been through a few things, right? And then when it comes to the Holy Spirit, we have to understand that the Holy Spirit is going to walk us through this entire Christian walk. But there's something that was boiling in my heart. It was boiling in my heart. It's boiling in my heart. And it's super elementary, but it's so, so major. And excuse me if I come down your row, that ain't me, that's the Holy Ghost. I'm not taking nothing we talked about, I'm not taking nothing you dreamed about, nobody told me your business, none of that. Holy Spirit is going to speak to all of our hearts. But any and every pastor, any and every communicator speaks from experience. So if I could talk to a thousand people, it is no way I am going to come up with a message that don't have nothing to do with none of my conversations ever. The greatest way I can gauge on how to speak to the people in front of me, I don't know who's coming. But it's the lives that God leads me in and through. I believe this is for everybody. Everybody. And today's message is simply this, just give me Jesus. Because we're in a time where we're talking about everything else but Jesus. We're looking for all kinds of signs and wonders more than we're looking for Jesus. We watching more YouTube and conspiracy theories and we more concerned about, about the market of beasts and the vaccine than we are Jesus. We so concerned about a whole lot of stuff that's in the Bible, but not Jesus. We're worried about the world going to do. We're worried about promotions. We're worried about relationships, marriages. We're worried about all kinds of current events. We're worried about, the Bible says, the cares of this world snatches the seed, and you're not fruitful. And if anybody should be focused on Jesus, should be what? His body. And I'm just, Carolyn, I'm just like, 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 can we just talk about Jesus? That's it. 
I don't care about your philosophy. I don't care about if you think the mark of the beast is here. I don't care what you think about the vaccine. Can we talk about Jesus just for one day? Can we talk about, can we just stop talking about your wish list from heaven? Can we just talking about Jesus? Just, just Jesus. Right? That's what we missing from like the old school. They just, every Sunday was about Jesus. And we getting into this new day where everybody want to talk about everything else and then throw Jesus in there somewhere. And then wonder why the world can't see. We're highlighting fear. We're highlighting all kinds of stuff except Jesus. Jesus is freedom. Jesus is peace. You looking for peace? Find Jesus. You looking for freedom? Find Jesus. You looking for deliverance? Find Jesus. I just wanted today talk about Jesus. That's it. And then tomorrow we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But I think that things happen when you just focus on Jesus. Look, it's not that I don't care about your anxiety. It's not that I don't care about your depression. But I ain't going to talk about it right now. I'm going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to talk about the, the answer instead of the problem. And I want to talk about your addiction today. I want to talk about the deliverer of your addiction. I just want to talk about who? Jesus. Can we just talk about Jesus, the name above every name? The name that every knee shall bow and every tongue can confess. Jesus. The blood that still works. Jesus. None of you got more swag than Jesus. Your family won't work unless you got Jesus. Jesus at the center of it all. Can we just put Jesus back in the center? We want, that's where social media is killing us. That's where the news is killing us. That's where YouTube is killing us. Because we got way too much information that supports our flesh out there. And then we mix it with the word. Let me tell you something. You can find anything in the word to support wrong thinking. Say Jesus. Just give me Jesus. Just give me Jesus. That's it. Just give me Jesus. Just Jesus. Sometimes when you're arguing in your relationship, just pause and say, come on, Jesus. Forget you yelled at me, you didn't clean up, you didn't, you, 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 you didn't call me back. Just Jesus, just hallelujah, thank you Jesus. Just say, everybody say Jesus. Jesus. We're distracted by stuff that God did not intend for us to get distracted by. Jesus, Jesus. Acts 3 says, now... Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon, when a certain man crippled from his birth. So he, ha he has an issue that he's been dealing with since when? Birth. Was being carried along who was laid each day at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful say beautiful so that he might beg for charitable gifts from those who entered the temple so when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple he asked them to give him a what 
gift, right? These are people, don't mind you, these are people that are praying. They're going to the house of prayer, but they're dropping off the crippled man outside the house of prayer. Praise God, he's still on holy ground. He at least at the gate. But there's a bunch of believers going in the church, dropping the lame man off out there. Let's just assume they were inside praying for healing. They weren't just dropping him off and saying, Lord, do what you do. But there's a difference between Christians and the ecclesia, uh, sons. There's a difference between we going to prayer, we going to church, we going to read our little devotion. We're going to fill up our bookshelves with books. We're going to get more knowledge. We're going to watch our YouTube. We're going to do what we do. There's a difference between people that's puffed up with knowledge and clock into service. There's a works-based people. There's a law-based people. And there's a grace-conscious people, a really free people, a spirit-filled people. There's sons and there's Christians. The Bible says those that are led by the Spirit are sons. Okay. So when he saw Peter and John, it's just something different. I don't know about you, but I, I, I want it to be a difference when I walk out on the street. That is just something a little different. When people come in these doors, I just want it to be a little something different. That make people say, man, we need to pay attention for a second because this ain't something I've been around. Remember, that's how they did Jesus. Who is this man preaching like this? It was something different. Say different. He said, so when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them to give him a gift. And Peter directed his gaze intently at him. And so did John and said, look at us. Listen, listen, you listening. And the man paid attention to them expecting that he was going to get something from them. I don't know what you're going to give me, but there's something on you that lets me know there's something coming my way from being around you. And he looked atten attentively, but Peter said, look, silver and gold, money, I do not have, but what I do have, that I give to you. In the use of the name of Jesus Christ, of Na I don't got no money for you. Old school song, silver and gold, silver and gold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. No fame or fortune, no rich or poor. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. That's way too simple, huh? It's crazy. You feel, you feel it in here. You feel it. It's like, wait, I, um, just Jesus. What you think all this was about? What you get saved for? It's all about Jesus. He says, silver and gold, I have none. Monetary things, I, I'm not going to. And you got to get to a point where people are pulling on your life. That are just there to take things uh, that they think they can get from you. Sometimes you just got to give Jesus to people. But I think we try to give people everything else because we don't want to lose folks out of But sometimes, look, Jesus is offensive. 
get a few shouts today. But Jesus, I'm, 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 listen, I'm giving you to, you come to church today to figure out how to get your relationships better, Jesus. You come in here to figure out how to get healthy, Jesus. <laughs> you come in here to figure out how to expose the mark of the beast, Jesus. Like, because everywhere I look in the word, it says that light shines and darkness can't keep it out. Light don't go looking for darkness. Light shines and darkness has no room. And we spend more time trying to expose darkness, expose demons, that we're not just letting your light shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Yes. I'm going to yell a lot today because I'm excited. Guess who I'm excited about? Jesus. Absolutely. I gave my life to Jose Cuevo, Carlos Rossi, Hennessy, all of that. And now all of a sudden, I got Jesus. Man, I'm going to rep Jesus like I repped my, my tequila. You know, all, you know more strands of marijuana than you know just the Gospels. You got Black Widow, PP Gold, Green Slushy, all these little names. But can you find a scripture to stand on for your illness? Jesus. Say Jesus. Those that ain't scared, say Jesus. Jesus. Philippians 3. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from my past and throwing all my boasting on the garbage heap. To truly know him was to let it all go. To truly know him. It's all like a pile of manure. To me now so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ. And embrace him as Lord in all of his greatness. Let's read this again. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from my past. And throwing all my boasting on the garbage heap. It's all like a pile of manure to me now. So that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ. Let me ask you a question. Are you at a place in your Christianity that knowing Jesus is enough? Just, just Jesus. I don't know what tomorrow may bring, but I'm taking Jesus in tomorrow. Matter of fact, he's already there for me. He's there and he's here. When I wake up tomorrow, if things don't go my way, would I still find contentment in Jesus? If somebody walk out of my life, am I still cool that I got Jesus? You know, some people, if they, if they house burned down, they're happy if pictures are, are left. Is Jesus that for you? That when things ain't going your way, you like, whoo, glad I got Jesus. I will build my... It's the firm foundation. Jesus. Say Jesus if you don't mind. Say Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is in Jesus that all things pertaining 
to life and godly, that all things are pertaining to life and godly. It is in Jesus. Everything that we think makes life life, it's not really life if it's not found in Jesus. I'm talking about Zoe, God life. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about eternity in you now. I'm talking about resurrection power in you now. I'm talking about peace that transcends all understanding in you now. I'm talking about joy, unspeakable joy. I'm talking about, I'm talking about while you waiting on somebody or an event or a country or a paradise to bring you joy, I'm talking about it's in you right now. Life and godliness. Say this with me. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Yes, I'd rather have Jesus. This is, why, this is why we didn't do nothing fancy today. Just white background. So you can see Jesus' name real clear. That's all it's about. Uh, uh, we, we need to, in this very complex time where it's so much to get wrapped up in, I, I wonder how hard it would be for you to simplify your life and make Jesus be at the center of everything. I wonder how hard it would be for you right now to trust the Lord with everything and let go of what you think is going to make things better. Like just simple trust in the Lord. I wonder how hard it would be for you to trust Jesus and do what he says do to have richer relationships. Second Peter 1. This letter is from Simon Peter, a loving servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to those who have been given a faith as equally precious as ours through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus. I'm writing to those who have like faith, like precious faith as ours through righteousness of our, our faith came through who? Jesus Christ. My foundation is built up on who? Jesus Christ. So he's writing to the people of God. And he says, may grace and perfect peace cascade over you as you live in the rich knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. See, we got all kinds of devices to give us all kinds of information. And my question to you is, are you, what information are you magnifying? Are you spending more time how to know Jesus or more time trying to do Jesus' job? Do you know him? Do you know how faithful he is? Do you know how loving he is? Do you know how he can calm your storms? Do you know? Like, could you really testify that? Have you been through a storm with him? Have you been through a wilderness with the Lord? Like, you really didn't pout through it or you didn't kick and you, you actually got to know him in the wilderness. See, that's where the children of Israel got to know the Lord is in the wilderness. You thought he took you out of Egypt so you can get silver and gold, but he got you out of Egypt so you can worship and know him. 
as you pray for him to break you through and break you out, guess what's commanded of you when you break out? It's to worship him and to know him. He ain't your sugar daddy. <laughs> he said, let my people go that they might worship me. What's your plan for your freedom? Because I can tell you his plan is worship. It's worship. Can you fall in love with Jesus while you're in the shadow, the valley? Can you fall in love with Jesus while you're in the pit? Can you fall in love with Jesus when it don't go your way? When you broke, can you fall in love with Jesus? Can you fall in love with Jesus during a pandemic? Can you fall in love with Jesus when people walk out on you? Can you fall in love with Jesus? Or do Jesus go when heartbreak comes? I'm saying, is Jesus enough? Is Jesus enough? That's what, that's what the world, see, that's what the world, they follow folks that say the world is enough. Man, you can find happiness in this bottle. You can find, I'm turning up. You can find happiness in this Rolls Royce. Get you one. It'll fill all your drink. Get this gold chain. I'm telling you, it's joy in it. It says, everything we could ever need for life. What does everything mean? What does everything mean? Just, I'm going a few more people. Everything. What does everything mean? Okay, so everything we could ever need here's my question do you truly know do you truly know like truly truly do you truly know what you need and do you truly know who you need can you push past what your flesh tell you it's it wants and can you dig into your soul and do you really know what you need? And is at the top of your needs list, Jesus, if it is, what do you do to make sure you guard that place for him and you? Does your life reflect a desperation for Jesus? You're either building a firm foundation or you're helping the enemy tear the foundation down what are you building are you a person to think you got all kinds of time because let me tell you something whatever foundation you're building you're leaving it for someone can your children stand on the foundation you're building see see look see look I what I do know about talking about Jesus it makes people uncomfortable because there's demonic influences trying to take you out that are uncomfortable. So what I'm trying to tell you is when, when you feel uncomfort, it's nothing personal. It's just God trying to free you up. So don't hold on to something God is trying to take. Because you can't talk about Jesus. You can't really talk about the blood. You can't talk about the word of God, the gospel. Just the simple gospel without things being shaken up. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him. Th through, the, through, through knowing him. 
It was lavished upon us. And this is obtained. Listen, this is obtained. This is very important to understand the importance of knowing him. You can be saved and not reap the benefits of being in him because you don't know of him. So what you do is you get restless and you start doing God's part in your life. You just, you on the hustle, you on the grind. I'm going to do this. God, bless this. Bless this, God. But have you ever stopped and paused to find out what God has already blessed and you go do that? Instead of doing what you want to do and then ask God to bless your plan, you find out what his plan is, which he blessed before you was formed in your mama's womb. And then... See, some stuff you're talking about is warfare, ain't warfare. It's just wrong way, wrong choice. It's flesh, it's me. I'm doing me. It ain't, it ain't the devil. It's the works of your flesh, Galatians 5. It's stubbornness, it's pride, it's rebellion. It's all those other things we blame on the devil. The devil, according to the scripture I read, our book of life says the devil is defeated. Anybody else read that somewhere in the Bible? The devil's under our what? Feet. I'm going to say it again. Whoever don't like it, so what? Whom the son set free is what? Free indeed. What, what does free indeed mean? What does the Bible say? He sent his what? Word to what? Heal us. What is another word for healing? It's deliverance. It is freedom. He sent his what? Word. This experience of knowing. Just, just spend time with him. And spending time with Jesus is not merely one hour in the morning before you go to work and you put in your devotion time. It's not merely a prayer walk. That's a part of it. But when you really, really, you, you can't know him without experiencing him. So, so unfortunately, but also fortunately, you're going to have to go through some things with him. You're going to have to go through the good with him, and you're going to have to go through the bad with him. You have to actually, it's like my wife and I go through life together. So everything we go through together, I understand how she goes through it. Our relationship gets stronger as we go through things together. You got to see this. If every hard time that comes our way, my wife or I decided to bow out and say, you do, you go and handle that. Then, first of all, there would be a falling away at some point. Second of all, we would never develop a relationship based on trust. And what I find is that we're walking this Christian life out, but, but God is just kind of like this, First of all, I don't like saying God because there's plenty of gods out there. Yahweh, Jehovah, El Elyon, my God, the God that created the heavens and the earth. Not your idol, not your statue, not Buddha, not Muhammad. I'm talking about Jehovah. Do you know him? 
If he don't do nothing else for you, do you know him? Do you desire him? Do you look for him? Do you talk to him? Do you listen to him? Do you brag on him? If he don't use you in no ministry, says who has called us by name and invited us to come he's called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness say just give me Jesus well, we got big mouth up there, so you got to say it a little louder than that. Just give me Jesus. Just, just, just give me Jesus. Like, I don't know if it's an older thing. I, 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 I was playing in a basketball game the other night, and there was a guy who came here one time, maybe two times. He's a baller, like baller, baller, like super good. And uh, you probably know him. You know Mason. He when he played, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we we about to play these. You know this team. They're undefeated and they big boys. Six nine, six ten, six eight, six seven. It's all good. Let's rock. <clears throat> and then Mason walk in, and I see he got a jersey. And so JT went, you know, reached out to him, got him, got connected to him. And he on our team. And so while we doing a quick little warm-up, he, he moved away from UBC, went to the East Coast, I think. Now he's back to go to Trinity. And we're over there just tying our shoes. And uh, he said, man, long time no see. I really miss Love Quest. That was the first and only church I've been to since, I've, since I came to Canada. I mean, in, 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 in uh, Vancouver, um, he's like, man, people think I'm crazy for transferring. Like, he, he's pro-material. Like, people think I'm crazy for transferring, but I fell in love with Jesus. No, he's soup. Like, when I say he good, I know why people think he crazy. Because people think that your, your shot to pro has to do with where you go. Partially, but when there's something yanking at your soul that's greater than your goals, your personal goals, and you spend the time to prioritize God's plan, you'll be surprised what God does with your plan. God's not trying to wipe your plan out. He's just trying to reprioritize your plan. He says, man, God is planned, but in the end, God's going to have his way. So I don't want to wait to the end for God to have his way. God, have your way when? Right now. I just fell in love with Jesus. And when you fall in love with Jesus, it will make you make decisions that don't make sense. When you fall in love with Jesus, you lose that control. It's like, yeah, I could be better going to this big school, but I know when I, when I take a big God with me to a smaller school, he can do some great things in my life. And then as Paul said, and if that dream don't come, I have been made, I have settled in my heart that whatever God has for me, I'm good. I'm good. If it's a few thousand dollars less, I'm good good see because that few thousand dollars that you chasing might take your peace few thousand dollars less gonna give you a good job some benefits and you're gonna get something you can't pay for 
I'm, I'm here to help you. You can't buy peace. You can't buy shalom. You can buy a piece of peace, but you can't buy shalom. You can't buy this joy. Acts 17 says, for in him we live. It's in him we live, and it's in him we move, and it's in him we have our being. In him I live, I move, I breathe, I exist, I, I speak, I see. I, I no longer am seeing through my own lens, but I'm seeing through the lens of my father's heart. This is very important, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring, talking to a pagan nation, talking to a people who worship idols. He says, just like your statues, you reflect the images of your idols and your gods. Well, it's in my God that I move and I live and I have my being. Right? We can look around this city. And there's a whole lot of idol worship. There's a whole lot. There's a whole lot of spiritual activity going on. There's a whole lot of spiritual activity going on. And one of the great reasons is, man, people are coming from all over the world bringing their beliefs. Which is great. Which is great. People have something they're standing on. My question to you as a Christian, what, are you really standing on your faith? Are you hot about what you believe? Are you on fire about your God? We can sit back and critique the Muslim, critique the Hindu. We can critique other people. But I will say this. Those that are on fire, at least they're not lukewarm about it. At least that person that, 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 that blows themselves up in the name of Allah they, they want to die more than you ready to live for Jesus. They, man, they're going into buildings in the name of their God. We get a little bit of pressure. We about to pass out. I am free in him. 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 If, I, if my freedom is in him, it means there's nothing external that needs to happen for me to walk in what? Freedom. My freedom is found in him. My knowledge of him. My relationship in and with him. That's where my freedom is. My freedom is in knowing he has my back. In knowing when the enemy comes in like a flood, he going to raise a standard. In knowing that he has went before me. In knowing that he will provide all my needs according to his riches and glory. To knowing that he didn't give me the spirit of fear, but he gave me power, love, and a sound mind. To know that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him 
should have everlasting life. My freedom has nothing to do with them, but everything to do with him. You're giving your freedom away. You have more knowledge of darkness than you do light. No wonder you're bound. I am free in him, in him. That's simple, him. Just him, just, just him. So I just, I, I, I just want to say, I just want to say, take your idols, take your spells, Take your works, take your witchcraft, take your rebellion, take your manipulation, take your conspiracy theories, take your philosophies, and just give me Jesus. I don't care. You, I, just, I just want one day where I just push back on darkness. Take whatever, all your little, I don't want to have no conversation about nothing in the dark. Right now, I just want to magnify the Lord. That's, I just want a mental break from all that's going on in the world, the darks that the world is throwing, the media. I want a break from talking about demons. I want to break from talking about evil. I just want to talk about the goodness of my God. And if it's okay with you, I just want to talk about I was lost, but now I'm found. I don't want to talk about being lost. I want to talk about how I was blind, now I see. That's why I don't want to talk about I grew up in a single parent household. I want to talk about that my God is a father to the fatherless. He's a widow. He's a husband to the widow. My God is good. My God is good. That's all I want to talk about is the goodness of my God. Put your newspapers down. Put your YouTube shares down. I just want to talk about the goodness of my God. Like Paul said, I'm boasting in the goodness of my God. What would it look like if we talked more about the goodness of God? What would it look like? What if we gossiped about his goodness? Oh, girl, did you see that miracle? Shh, don't tell nobody. Oh, my God. Instead of why PT do that, won't you, won't you just say, why PT love Jesus so much? Be messy about the goodness of God. PT make mistakes, but guess what? PT is in love with Jesus. <laughs> We're just going to talk about, I'm just fighting today. I'm just fighting because sometimes you got to put Jesus on the spirits that's using people to bring heaviness around you. I don't, I, I'm, I'm pushing back over your cloud. You can bring your clouds around me, but I'm about to let it shine, let it shine. I'm going to talk about the sun. Whom the sun set free is free indeed. Say I'm free indeed. Yeah. Say just give me Jesus. Did your mouth open that wide? <laughs> Come on, say, just give me Jesus. Jesus. Romans 8, this, this is all I'm saying, people. This is all I'm saying, Pastor Danny. So now I live with the confidence. So now I live. He's saying, so now I live. You're talking about, you're talking about somebody that murdered believers. He said, but now, whoo, he would never be Paul. He would still be Saul without knowing Jesus. Paul knows Jesus. So now I live with the confidence 
It took a murderer of Christians to write to Christians. It, it took somebody who used to persecute Christians to get a revelation of who Jesus was. Now, I live with confidence that there is nothing in the universe. See, this, these are the kind of things the devil don't want you to talk about. He wants you to talk about them and how powerful them is and how much them hanging out. I don't care. Hang out. I'm inviting all the demons to hang out today with us. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something about, about the Lord. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing. See, that's what the enemy don't want you to understand. He wants you to think that when he mess with you, there is something. No, but the scripture says there is nothing in the what? Universe with the power to separate us from God's love. Nothing. It, it, look, 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 this is not talking about there's nothing that can separate. Look, look, look. You are not, hmm. what's being separated from God's love when you're not experiencing what his love purchased? Oh, he loves you, but because you're so wrapped up in bondage, you can't even experience this love. So in your soul space, in your mental conscious, you're separated from that love. And what he's trying to tell you, I don't know what the enemy is lying to you about, but there is nothing that has the power to keep you separated except ignorance. My people perish for lack of knowing that there's nothing that can separate them. You keep talking about, oh, the devil got this money. He could do this, and we could do that, and I got to wait. Man, you ain't got to wait for nothing. The devil is defeated. He can't have he to separate us from the love of God. I'm convinced. Why did he put it there? My question, are you really convinced? Are you convinced? And if you can't admit you're not convinced, you'll never get convinced. It's okay to start today and say, hmm, I really, what I'm experiencing, I'm really not convinced yet. Because if you was convinced, some of the little petty stuff and the lies you believe in, the way you look at yourself in the mirror, that bondage you think you in, you more convinced you bound then you are free. And all I'm saying is, I, 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 go, through, I go through struggles. I got thorns in my side. I, but, but what he tells me is to keep my eyes on him. And keeping your eyes on him ain't when you pray, look to the sky. Okay, if your neighbor's sleep, wake him up. Wake them up. That's love. That's love. Tap them. <laughs> Tap them like a beer. Amen. Tap them. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over life's troubles. I'm convinced 
that his love will triumph over what? Fallen angels. What it is? What it is? Demons. What? I, I'm convinced that his love. Now, I'm just trying to help you focus on his love. Man, I did not give you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Do you know how much deliverance and freedom comes when the love of God comes in? Uh, the fear of the enemy can't, it gotta, it's no room. The Bible says where there is love, fear, fear is cast out where there's perfect love. What is perfect love? A mature understanding and receptivity to the love of God. A life responding to agape. Fear can't stay. Demons can't stay in a home that is full of an understanding, a knowledge, and experience of the love of God. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to help some of you that some of your bondage is not based on the strength of the enemy, but on the power or the lack of your ignorant. You are ignorant. And that is not a cuss word. That means you just don't know how good God is. You don't know how much he loves you. You've been hurt by men. You've been sleeping around. You have soul ties. And there's things that's in the way of you. You have daddy hurt. So you can't receive the love of a father. And the enemy is skating on your ignorance and your wounds. Because I can give you tons of scripture to show you the enemy is defeated. And there's no true freedom without the renewing of the mind. I'm convinced that his love, put this on YouTube so you have another option. See, we'll find anything on YouTube that we want to find to support what we feel and what we think. So I get it, man. You have people come to you and say, man, I'm convinced. Holy Spirit showed me this. That you wrong about that. Okay. Well, Holy Spirit showed me this, that I'm right about the same thing he told you I'm wrong about. So who wrong? Holy Ghost? So let's look at the fruit. If I'm wrong, my wrong is keeping me connected to the body. Your revelation from Holy Ghost got you isolated. So Holy Ghost going to give you some knowledge that's going to pull you away from your help? It, what, what God is trying to, when God reveals something to you, it's information that's going to get you offended? The Holy Spirit is going to help you get offended? The Holy Spirit is going to expose something to pull you away from where you just said your help was? Wait a minute, you just said that God sent you here. And then you got some issues coming up. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit said, no, leave. No. It's about time we take responsibility for our brokenness. Because wherever I read, man, the enemy for sure does not have now, do, 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 do we need to go through processes and do we need community? Do we need classes? Do we need certain steps to things? But I don't got to wait not one day for my freedom. Dang, how, how powerful was the blood of Jesus then? Whenever I see Jesus, I see Jesus handling business right now, today. 
Jesus wasn't setting appointments. No, freedom is in this room today. If freedom's not here, Spirit of the Lord ain't here. But we want freedom to look a certain way. Let me tell you how freedom looks. Jesus. I know that's just too simple, huh? No, you don't, you don't got to spit up. No, you don't, you don't got to do none of that. Everyone has their different paths. But here's my challenge to you. Some of you who have strongholds control the work of the enemy when you choose to. So if you could choose to shut him up, if you could choose to push him away, if you could choose to not respond, right? Put it like this. There's folks that got a bad cussing issue. But when you come to church, you don't cuss. How you control that at church? Just do the same. Whatever it is at church, do it at home. See, devil be trying to fool with us. No, you come to church. Why, why you ain't cussing here? Because Jesus here. Now, the question is, is Jesus wherever you just cuss that person out? Do you let Jesus take control of your tongue there? Or when you come in here, certain things you don't feel or certain things you don't experience, certain little power you got a little bit, you like, oh, I ain't going to do that here. But when you leave, all of a sudden the enemy got more power? No, that's your flesh and he's lying to you. Oh, it's like when we all fast. Everybody got self-control when we fast together because there's power in the body. But then when we get off the fast, flesh rise up. Right? So the hardest part to do is take Sunday home with you. Take the 40-day fast with you after the fast. It's in you. Freedom is in you. circumstance. He said, there is nothing. I'm just reading the scripture. Can y'all read this with me, please? Not read it with me like say it out loud, but just like, can can y'all be a witness to what the words say? There is nothing in our present or in our future circumstances that can weaken his love. Uh, There is no power above us or beneath us no power that could ever be found search for it in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus the anointed one so if his love is lavished on us through Jesus then how do we make that practical? It's through his what? Word. See, we're trying to connect to Jesus outside of looking at this word. And if you really want to walk with Jesus, you just got to decide that what he says is your reality. Let, Let me help you. His victory for you his victory over the grave is more of a reality than the reality of the enemy that you're so aware of 
why is it so hard for us or how is it so easy for us to relate to darkness than his victory? Like, like this week, you're just going to have something come at you sideways. And you're going to have a choice to say, nah, not today. You're not getting the best of me. Nope, I'm not getting mad over you. Nope, bye. Nope, talk to you tomorrow. Nope, told you. Can't come in here today. Nope, anger. Nope, nope. Negativity, not talking to you right now. Nah, not at all. The love of God has loosened the grips of hell over your life. The love of God has loosened the grips of hell over your life. The blood still works. I know, I know, real simple, real simple, just real simple. The blood still works. We went to somebody's house last night and anointed their whole house. Just anointed their house. He was like, oh, I didn't even know they do this. I'm like, well, why you ask me then? We anointed his whole house, prayed over him. And you could just feel the presence of God. You're coming against certain things that will walk through the doorways or try to. I'm praying for my brother. I, I come against any, any, any female that walk in there and try to get what you have and use you for your possessions. Uh-uh. I pray that you have the strength. When that, when that, when that, when, when those, when that, when them websites is calling your name, I'm praying over your bedroom, I'm praying over your bed, I'm praying over your bathroom, I'm praying on your coming, your going, your patio, I'm praying over you, your mind, that lust will not get the best of you. No, I'm not praying lust away, it's forever going to be there as long as you in the flesh. I'm talking about the fruit of the spirit that's stronger than your flesh, that you have self-discipline. It's a blessing to go to people's house and help them fight and help them stand and overcome. There's things that we just have to do. We need to be around people that's going to point to Jesus, not our bonded. Point to, I'm, I'm talking, we talk about certain things. But you got to be careful when people are so dark and just want to talk about negativity. At some point, you have to guard your garden and draw a line and say, okay, cool. I can't take no more because I'm going to have coffee with you for three hours talking negative. Then I'm going to watch a TV show where it's darkness. Then I'm going to drive down the street where it's darkness. Then I'm going to have a bad dream probably. And I'm just surrounded by darkness. I need to hang around positive people. I need to hang around people that speak life over my life. Why? Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. The name of Jesus still triumphs. So the blood still works, but the name of Jesus still triumphs. The, the name of Jesus. You, you with me out of that? The name of Jesus still triumphs. Greater than your name. I don't go pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Terrence. Terrence don't have no power. I'm defeated already. But we come in the name of what? Jesus. Why? Because God sees him. He don't, he don't see our sin. He sees the blood of what? Jesus. Philippians 2, he existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to sieging equality with God as his supreme prize. Instead, 
He emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He denied all of that to be us, to walk how we walked. So there's nothing you've went through that Jesus hasn't experienced. <laughs> Instead, he emptied himself of the outward glory by reducing himself. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was, keyword, obedient. He was a perfect example. What is an example? So, huh? Something to look at, a model, right? You, you probably would say, a, if someone said a good example, you probably want to do what they did. Yes? Uh, you probably want to follow their what? Example. Uh, if, if there's anybody on planet Earth that should follow Jesus' example, it should be what? Us, his body. Am I right or wrong? Please help me. So, so what this means is we should follow Jesus' example. That means he showed us a way to walk in his victory. He showed us a way to be in relationships. He showed us a way to worship. He, he, he showed us how to pray. And he was so gracious, he didn't just say, walk in my example, but I'm going to send you the spirit that carried me through my example. He just didn't say, do what I did. No, he said, I gave you my blood. I'm going to give you my word. I'm going to set the way. I'm going to give you my spirit. So, how did Jesus handle the world? How did Jesus handle demons? How did Jesus handle overcoming? You tell me. How many of you have ever gotten some furniture with the directions and you did exactly what Ikea told you to do? Let me ask you, when's the last time you did exactly what God told you to do? And please do not tell me he didn't give me instructions. They're right there. Not only 66 books of instruction, but you also have tons of examples of people who obeyed and people who didn't. We're making this really complicated because we're trying to be of the world instead of being in it, but not of it. We're, we're taking the solutions and the suggestions the world gives us. Dude, listen, there's thousands of opinions out there. You have to keep, my, 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 my sheep, they hear my voice. He says, he was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. Because of that obedience, because of that what? 
obedient. You, are, you will be surprised how much bondage is connected to our disobedience. Listen, not Adam's disobedience, our disobedience. See, because our disobedience, listen, and delayed obedience is still disobedience. Our disobedience is the door for the enemy. That's the permission. Because the Bible says rebellion, disobedience, is that of witchcraft. Because to be disobedient, you have to manipulate yourself to find it okay to not do it God's way. It, it don't matter if you don't want to forgive. You are disobedient if you're not forgiving. It don't matter if you don't go make things right, you don't feel like it, or you got a reason. If you're not doing it God's way, it's a spirit of rebellion, which then there's room for witchcraft or the twisting of things. And you're wondering why you are where you are is because you've opened the door through disobedience or rebellion where the enemy can begin to twist things. Being offended is a way the enemy can twist things. You notice how you can sit and be a spectator and you can be critical and you can judge. That's where he's twisting things. Sheik Baba. It says, because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. He's been given the greatest of all names, and the, the, the authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name in the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm. And every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to the Father. Psalm 8 says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory on or above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes, out of the mouths of babes and unweaned infants. You have established strength because of your foes that you might silence the enemy and the avenger out of the mouths of babes and unweaned infants. You've established Effie. Where does that say, you got to teach your eyes, where does that say strength is established? Out of the what? Strength is, a, is established. It came, it, established strength came from where? Out of the mouth. Established strength out of the mouths of babes and unweaned infants, you have established strength because of your foes. In other words, his word coming out of my mouth, one of his babes, 
unweaned, or a scripture says it like this, Elder John. He says, let not the word depart out of your mouth. I mean, don't stop saying the word. Out of the un... What is, what is the word? Uh, um, um, uh, 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 what is this word? What is this word? Uh, 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 how can I say this? How, don't stop talking about the goodness of God to complain about an attack. Because it's in the unrelentlessness of the spoken word of God that strength is established and you will find your way making it through the other side. You got to be careful when the enemy, people don't know it, people don't know it. But when they're used to be on assignment out of their ignorance to get you to sit and talk about the enemy. And to sit and talk for hours about strongholds. And man, there's a place and a time for it. But when it's over and over and over again, can we just have a, a coffee meeting to talk about the goodness of God? I would sit down with my grandmama. She'd be eating her hot water cornbread and her neck bones. And her greens with her fingers, though. My grandma didn't eat. She just, she did, she just, she just sloshed it all the way around with her black eyed peas. And she, I'm talking about little, little boy. And she be, she was, I would sit right here. She would sit right there. She'd be babysitting me. And then, then I'm, I don't know, she, she'd be talking and then something hit her. She'd just drop the cornbread. And you could, she always had this, mm, groans that you couldn't mm, deep deep groans and she just began to get up she she push away from the table and she'd just start walking around the house <laughs> the one thing that I got from my grandma is to understand what it looks like to be in constant communion with the Lord it's not difficult I rarely saw my grandma asking the Lord for stuff but I always saw her thanking them for everything. We, we just, we just, you would, you, freedom is when you know God's gonna provide. I don't gotta ask Him for nothing. I don't gotta ask Him for strength. I just gotta talk about He is my fortress. He is my strength. He is my way. I don't need to ask Him the way, I just magnify the way. You worship the answer. Stop begging from the answer. Just worship the answer. If you need something provided for you, worship the provider. That's why he tells you to our, he says, this is how he tells you to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The way you start praying with God is just to boast in his name. And if you knew his name, you probably wouldn't get to the rest. Because when you call him out, he responds in a way that you get caught up in his glory and you forget about your needs because he says, before you even get down to pray, I know what you need. Do you pray to God knowing he knows what you need? Break and bind the orphan spirit in the body of Christ. You have a father. You have a family. You are loved. You have a belonging. You are a child of God. 
God. You are no longer a orphan or a slave. You are a son of God. You are loved. I will bless the Lord at all times. This is Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Worship team, come on up here. I will bless the Lord at what? All times. What if I bless the Lord at all times, I might find that I don't got no time to magnify the work of the enemy. I will bless the Lord at what? All times. And his praise shall what? Continually be in my mouth. We don't sing that song, do we? I will bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within blesses. Oh, I love our worship team. Amen. I feel like I feel like I'd be at be at the little little sidebar or something and a little little throw in the jukebox and be like, hey. No, 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 don't sing yet. Don't sing yet. Don't bring it down. Bring it down. Yeah, bring it down. Can I finish? Can I finish? Tadashi. Amen. Come on. Tadashi joined our church. Amen. In Jesus' name. That's my dog, man. <laughs> Amen. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be. This is all I'm trying to say to you guys. I just, I just, at Love Quest, it won't make no sense for this to be your church if you don't fall in love with Jesus. Like, we're all on our Love Quest, and we need to be a people that seemingly found the answer. Like, like we found love, man. Like, like that's how we, we need, we, hey, the restoration. Like, hey, you called to be married? Please get married. We need married people. We need families. But you also understand that singleness is a calling, and we need to see more happy single people who is excited about Jesus. Like, hey, if you're 35 and you're still a virgin, guess what? That's amazing. Thank God you ain't got ran into. You got something to say for your husband. Hallelujah. Don't let the world make you, especially the men, be like, I ain't no virgin. I ain't me going crazy. I got to test it out. Okay, test it out. STD out. You ain't no man because you get the draws. A real man will respect that woman until he becomes a unit with her. What the heck? We, we in a world that, that, that being a freak is good and being holy is bad? The devil is a liar. But people that's excited that I found love. My life makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble and the afflicted hear and be glad. What did it say? The humble and the afflicted. Let you what? Hear and be what? Glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That sounds like a coffee meeting. That's how you should start off your meeting tomorrow. Can you magnify the Lord with me? Don't be afraid this week to interrupt negativity with the goodness of God. 
Just say, this week I'm taking a break from how powerful the enemy is. I'm taking a break from talking about chains. I'm going to talk about the chain breaker this week. I'm going to sing, I hear them chains falling. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name. See, I need some of these people in my life. I need fellas that's going to text me and say, man, God is good. Hey, PT, can you pray with me and pray for me? Things ain't going great, but I know God's going to bring me through. Can you stand in agreement with me? Oh, magnify the Lord me. So we're going to magnify him. And I just want you to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I want you to make anybody upset that don't like the name or got some a little friend with them that don't like the name. I just want you to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on. Look at your neighbor. Say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, he's good. He's Come on, stand to your feet. We're going to exalt the Lord for a moment. Come on, we're going to exalt the Lord for a moment. He's good. He's worthy. Come on. Come on. He's worthy. He is awesome. He is amazing. Come on. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. 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 Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with all that's happening at LoveQuest International Church by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And tune in next time for another powerful, powerful word. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. And don't forget, get your love fixed, man. <laughs>